Hey everybody, Bob Olson here with Afterlife TV. You can find us at afterlifetv.com. As always, this is where we talk about life after death and answer the meaningful questions you have around that subject. Today is another bite-sized episode, and I know you're going to enjoy it. I have Melissa here with me again. Got great feedback on our first episode when Melissa joined me. And people loved her insights, and I knew this was going to be the case. I have been trying to get her here into the studio to do these with me. Uh, it's been, I don't know how long, but I'm so glad that she finally did so that she could share her very unique and interesting perspectives that she has. Of course, I've known it all along, and I wanted to share her and her insight with you as well. It's kind of hard to be with an afterlife investigator, you're, you know, the whole time that I've been doing this, she's been working with me. Hard to do that and not have a whole lot of wisdom rub off onto you. And I don't mean from me, I mean from the investigations that I've been doing. She's been part of that. She has been part of my work all along. So as a result, here we go. We're going to have another episode with her. Today's episode, as always, is sponsored by BestPsychicDirectory.com. Best Psychic Directory is my site, actually, where I have uh, screened and approved over 800 psychics and mediums and tarot readers and animal communicators and energy healers. There's a whole bunch of different categories there. You can search people out by location. You can search them out by specialty. You can even read reviews that have been written by you, the public, who have had readings with these people and are writing about what those readings were like with them. So check out bestpsychicdirectory.com. And lastly, I'll mention that my new book, The Magic Mala, I don't know if I re have revealed that to you on the show here. The title of the new book is The Magic Mala, and it is a novel, actually, a novel that teaches. So if you enjoyed books like The Alchemist or The Celestine Prophecy, The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, even Jonathan Livingston Siegel. If you jo enjoy those kinds of books where you learn something as well as enjoy a fictional story, then I think you're going to like The Magic Mala. That will be out on May 3rd. So May 3rd is the release date, the launch date, and I'm so looking forward to sharing that with you. What I teach in that book, within that story, is everything that I've learned about life while investigating the afterlife. There's also an afterlife theme within the story, but what is being taught are all the things that I have learned about life, and I found a way to teach them through telling you this story. So I think you're really going to enjoy it. Well, I want to thank you for joining Melissa and I today and every episode that you watch or listen to. Uh, we feel deeply grateful for you. And a lot of you express your gratitude to me uh, constantly. And listen, I really appreciate it. Uh, you, you give me great fulfillment to be able to do this work. And by you telling me how much it has been helpful to you, then that makes it greatly fulfilling to me. And I want you to know that. So I appreciate all the comments that you have given me. And I am sending that gratitude back out to you because I wouldn't be able to do what I do if it wasn't for you. 
All right, let's get on with the show. Hi, Bob. My name is Nancy. I have a lot of stories since my parents have passed and now my husband about a year and a half ago passed away at the age of 59. Um, we had been together for 42 years, high school sweethearts. So I spent my whole life with him. One of the amazing ones was with a medium about a year after he passed away. So during that year, every night when I would lay in bed before I go to sleep, I uh, have a very specific vision of where my husband is. I believe in heaven, and I picture the mansion that he's living in and the surroundings um, because it's exactly where we spent a lot of time when we lived in the Dominican Republic, which to he and I was just heaven on earth, just so beautiful, the natural beauty um, of it. So I visually picture him in this villa that we stayed in because it was perfect in every way. So I lay there and that's what I picture in my mind. The sand in the Dominican Republic is a pure white, beautiful, soft, perfect sand and turquoise and uh, aqua water and the green of the palm trees and the blue of the sky. And it's just spectacularly beautiful. Anyway, I went to see this medium and there were so many validations uh, that she was talking to my husband. Um, one of the things that I asked her was, I want to know what our mansion looks like in heaven. And she proceeded to describe in detail exactly what I visualized in my mind every night of where he was down to the colors of the interior and the floor and the decorations and the layout of the floor plan and the everything was to the to the detail and he kept talking about this tell her about the white sand tell her about the white sand and the gardens she said there are beautiful gardens because he knew i loved to garden and flowers and she said they're beautiful. I, I've never seen them before, though, around here. This was in the Northeast. She said they're very tropical. So that was amazing. I was just crying about it. Um, another thing, during the same reading, I had asked Jesus about a year right after he died to give my husband a gift. He never wore a wedding band. Because he played, he was a golf professional and, uh, it just interfered with, with holding a golf club. And I didn't have any problem with that. So he just didn't wear, he wasn't a jewelry guy. Um, he wore a nice, beautiful watch usually. He loved Rolex watches and he collected them and he had a submariner that he wore, but his goal was a presidential Rolex. Other than that, he wasn't a jewelry guy. Um, so I had asked Jesus to give him a gift right after he died a few months later. And I said, you know, would you give my husband a beautiful ring to wear? He wasn't able to wear one here 
So if you could give him a ring, a wedding ring that he can wear up there, something that he would love, something that he would really like to wear. That was one of the things. And a few weeks later, I asked the Lord to give him a beautiful watch. I just wanted to send him gifts. Anyway, during the same conversation, the medium said, did, did he wear a ring with a family, with a crest on it? And I said, no, as a matter of fact, he never wore rings. He couldn't because it was, he was a golf pro. And she said, well, he's showing a ring. Are you sure? And I said, yeah, he didn't wear rings, didn't wear jewelry. She said, he's holding it up to me like tunnel vision. It's got a it's gold. It's got diamonds around it. It's got a crest on it. Are you sure he didn't have a family crest or something? Maybe there's a ring somewhere. She started to describe um, the crest. And I just started crying because I said, you're describing the logo for the PGA of America. And uh, my husband was very proud of being a PGA member. Um, everything he had had the PGA logo on it. And they did have a ring. And uh, I realized that that would be the perfect ring for him to wear. So I said, oh, my gosh, I asked Jesus to give my husband a, a ring that he could wear as a wedding ring. I realized that that was it. I said, I also asked him, the Lord, to give John a, a watch. And she looked at me and she said, it's a Rolex. It's a beautiful. She said, it's gold and it's got a diamond around the bezel and a white face, that kind of shell. I said, mother of pearl. And she said, yeah, it's beautiful. It's big. John was six foot three. Big, beautiful watch. And I said, you just described the presidential Rolex. That's the watch that he always wanted. So I just knew that she was talking to him. And um, there were so many other things she told me that day. I was there for four hours. Three of the hours when I first got there were about money. There's been a lot of problems since my husband passed away legally. And uh, I didn't know why I wanted to go to the medium. I'm a Christian and I fought it, but I really felt the need to go. And when I got there, she said, why are you here? And I said, I don't really know why I'm here. I'm, I'm good with things. I know where my husband is and I'm okay with it. And um, After she started talking, she said, oh, I see. He needed to talk to you. That's why you're here. And we spent three hours talking about money and finances and what he wanted me to do. And the fourth hour, I got to ask some questions. That's when she told me these things that I wanted to know. When I got ready to leave, I tried to give her the $100 for the reading. So I was there for four hours. It's $100 an hour, but um, she wouldn't take my money. She said, I wasn't going to charge you today. And I said, you have to take this. What? I was here for four hours. She said, I wasn't going to charge you. I know what your situation is. Why do you think you're here? 
Anyway, she was not going to take my money, and I ended up having to shove it down her bra and run out the front door. <laughs> I told her if I'd had a thousand dollars, I would have given it to her. It's what she told me just made, meant everything, and just validated that you know that my husband is waiting for me in heaven, and that he still loves me, and that we're going to be together again. It's given me the strength to keep going because I do feel torn between wanting to be here for my son. He's 28. and wanting to be in heaven with my husband. So anyway, I know my day will come. And until then, I, I've gotten so many other signs, which I'll leave in another um, message. That was just one of so many in the short year and a half since he's been gone. Thank you. Well, uh, Nancy, thank you so much for that story. And Melissa's here with me. And we're very sorry for your loss. 42 years married. Um, I think you said he was 59 years old. Wow. It's difficult. My, uh, my, my mother was 59 when my father died. That's just way too young. You know? Yeah. We were high school sweethearts as well. And I kept thinking while I was listening how hard it will be if Bob goes first because, or either one of us goes before the other because of the amount of time and not just the time, but the age, you know, that we were together, that we started our relationship and how difficult not having the other person here would be. So my heart goes out to you. Yeah. Yeah. Your story is amazing. It is. It's great. It's a beautiful story uh, in so many ways and very uh, different than anything we've had mm-hmm. here Absolutely. before. Uh, for one, uh, you're obviously religious and you know we don't have a lot of people who will tell a story about a medium as a Christian. And I, I, I like the fact that you were resistant to it to begin with, it didn't even feel like you needed it. And then you opened your heart to it. One of the things that was really interesting, I did an interview years ago with a medium who talked about what spirits need, what our loved ones in spirit need. And so that's something that not everybody thinks about, you know? And so here he, your husband needed to talk to you Mm -hmm. and that might've been what got you there. You know, and, you know, obviously it sounds like that's why you were there. And what a relief to him, I'm sure, that he was able to tell you those things that he wanted to tell you in that four-hour reading. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Whether that be about finances or just to communicate you directly about how much he loved you and uh, was waiting for you uh, and would wait for you. I, I don't think he was hoping that you would rush into it because of your son. And we hope that, that you will stick around too. I'm glad that you did. Yeah. And I, and I just want to say, you know, I was, I was immediately struck by you talking about how you would visualize where he was. I, I, I've never heard that before. And it is an amazing idea. I can imagine myself doing that. We just recently lost our dog. And I was like, what a great idea that is. What a great tool that is to comfort you and to connect with our loved one, loved ones in spirit. 
is to imagine where they are, like what they're doing, what their, you know, surroundings look like, what their day looks like, you know, what they're doing with their time, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say that was a really, really brilliant idea. And probably one of the reasons why you were so connected to your husband, his spirit, and you were receptive to that pull that you had to go to the medium because you were actively engaged in connecting with him by imagining where he was. Yeah. And and then to add to that, the second thing that you did, which was, you know, you asked Jesus and, and as a Christian, that's perfect person to ask for anybody else. It, it, you can just ask anyone. You can ask God, you can ask the universe, whoever you see as a higher power, whoever you think is listening and is in charge. <laughs> you can creative you intelligence. Can speak directly to your loved one in spirit and ask them. But to give him these gifts. Oh my God. I, I when know, you said that. That is beautiful. Really, really just such a beautiful gesture to be thinking about him in that way and sending him those gifts. We don't, we, most people don't think in those terms. Most people don't think that, uh, they're there, we're here and that we can still send them gifts. That's and, right. And here, not only did you do it and you serve as an example to the rest of us of what is possible, but then you got confirmation that Correct. he received those gifts yes. when you had the reading with the medium. So it was a gift back to you, really. Gift back you to know, you and a gift a, for all of us as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. The only other thing I'll say is, you know, Everybody's going to want to know who this medium was that <laughs> gave you a four-hour reading. Yes, for... the story about about um, you know sticking the the hundred dollar bill down her bra was we both laughed out loud when we heard that. And that I was think good. That's brilliant. Uh, listen, you know, I, I I just want to say in reference to that, there a lot of mediums that are, are out there have great compassion. All right, and they're not going to they listen. I, I wrote an article about you know, why mediums charge so much and it, it, they don't, you know what I mean? It, it, I was using that as a way to get people's attention, that title. If you haven't read it, go to Best Psych Directory and on the left-hand side, you'll see that article there, why mediums charge so much. It's really, it explains that mediums need to make a living like the rest of us and explains why they charge the fees that they do. And I think it'll help a lot of people understand it if they don't understand. And yet, uh, while they still need to charge in order to pay their own bills and uh, you know, have a roof over their heads and food to eat and uh, to help with their families, whatever it may be, they also know sometimes when it's just a gift that they need right. to make to that person, that that, right. that person is in a situation where right now I just want to give this as a gift to you. Right. And that's okay, too. I think it's a great example, and I know I know many many mediums who have done the same thing and do it, you know, often that they will waive the fee or they'll reduce the fee or whatever they have in in order to help a person out. And and I'm not saying I, I I'm hoping I'm not encouraging anybody to go ask a medium to reduce the fee because I don't think I think there's plenty of different mediums out there that charge all different prices right. and you can find one that you can afford. And yeah, you, and just because they they don't charge as much as others doesn't mean they're better or worse. It, no, it, it, it it's it's just the choice that the medium makes about what to charge. 
Well, yeah, and a lot has to do with supply and demand. Correct. You know, the, the more popular yeah. they are, the more publicity they get. You know, it's like TV mediums. Now, look, there's some great TV mediums, but I will tell you that not all the TV mediums are great, great mediums in, in, in terms of there's people who are virtually unknown and uh, charge a heck of a lot less. And just because you are on TV doesn't mean that you're the best. It, it, it doesn't work that way. And that's in that article as well. It's digressing a little bit from this, but I wanted to make that point. And I think that the medium that you went to is a exemplary and a, and a great example of many of the mediums that we know, Melissa and I know, who has great compassion and right. is willing to set aside their own needs sometimes for, for other people. Okay. So uh, again, thank you, Nancy. And uh, thank you, Nancy. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, this is a bite-sized episode of Afterlife TV. You can find us at afterlifetv.com. Our sponsor, bestpsychicdirectory.com. Uh, I hope if you're ever looking for a medium, you'll go to bestpsychicdirectory.com. And if you want to connect with us, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, afterlifetv.com, email, it's all out there. And we love to hear from you. iTunes as well. We don't have enough reviews on iTunes and the iTunes podcasts. Uh, I think a lot of our audience watch us or listen to us in other ways. Would love some more reviews on iTunes for the podcast to let other people know about it. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, right. everyone. Have a great week.